Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Wake up, Israel. Look around and you'll see. 
J.M. in the A.M. Kolachai with words from Slichos, that's Rachamana. Uh, before that, you heard the um, Shimon Kramer, Machnise Rachamim, Shlomo Simcha, Machnise Rachamim. Both, of course, the words from uh, the end of Slichos. Very powerful words. Eretz Yisrael, done by Ohad. You heard Mayor Sherman with our Monday morning theme song, Masecha Hashem, and of course, Regesh. Excuse me. Uh, Mo Da'ani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Monday on this September 23rd. Today is the yard site of those who were murdered on 9-11, 18 years ago today on the 23rd of Elul. You may recall 9-11 was a Tuesday. Rosh Hashanah was the following Monday night. This year it's a little different. Rosh Hashanah starts Sunday night. But today is the 23rd of Elul. It was um, on that third day of Slichus, on that Tuesday back in, uh, in 2001, 18 years ago, where among um, thousands of people who were murdered, uh, where members of our community as well, every community was affected on that day. And we remember all of those, the thousands who perished on the 23rd of Elul back in uh, 5761 on the uh, almost eve of Rosh Hashanah 5762. 71 degrees with 82% humidity, Windsor south at 6 miles an hour, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 91. Wow, didn't realize that. Uh, then tonight, uh, isolated thunderstorms early with a low temperature of 68. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high 78 degrees. We're at 79 in Yerushalayim, 71 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Hope you're doing fine and dandy since the last time we spoke. Had the privilege of uh, leading the Slichos service early, early, early Sunday morning. <laughs> No other way to put it. Uh, at the New Springville Jewish Center out on Staten Island. As Rabbi Siegel and his uh, beloved congregation are getting ready for yet another amazing season of the high holidays. Um, so we are... Uh, getting set there at the New Springville Jewish Center. Last night we were at uh, Old Westbury, first time I was back there since uh, the Siegel-Levinson wedding. In fact, the Levinsons were there. And uh, Mazal Tov to the young, wise couple. After all, that's their last name. Uh, from all of us here at JM and the AM, it was really a beautiful, beautiful wedding uh, last night. Um, and here we are today. We are um, we are in our final week of being on the road. This coming Thursday, we're going to be at the um, Miss Oskim headquarters in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um. Getting ready for a uh, big broadcast is coming Thursday. 
Again, Miss Hoskin is, uh, in addition to being there for the international Jewish community, they have a a very serious fundraising effort that goes on to keep them going every single year, and we're going to be there Thursday to help them do just that. And I certainly hope you'll you'll help, and I certainly hope you'll. Uh, I certainly hope you'll make sure to uh, participate. Uh, that's for sure. Monday morning at JM in the AM. Uh, today, uh, we, we, I, I know today's a little bit of a somber day. It is, after all, the art side of those who perished on 9-11. But, uh, and it may be hard for some people to grasp this. But I'm going to continue to insist on on this type of um, approach to national occurrences, even when it has to do with the world of sports. Yesterday, the Israeli baseball team, Team Israel, qualified for the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. And um, first of all, in terms of it being a baseball miracle, (laughs) I I don't think it could be viewed any other way, frankly. (laughs) That's number one. But uh, but secondly, it is a, um, it is remarkable, really remarkable how sports has such an effect on the position of countries and nations around the world. And now that we have qualified, we, now that Israel has qualified for the Olympics, it puts them in a completely different arena. And I believe it's cause to celebrate, real cause to celebrate. And they'll be spoken about, and Israel will be spoken about for the next 11 months until we get to the Olympics. Ironically, I think the baseball tournament in the Olympics begins Wednesday, Erev Tishabov. Yeah, which is another interesting angle. Anyway, we'll discuss all of this with our friend Jordi Alter, who is uh, one of the main components of Israeli baseball behind the scenes. He'll join us about an hour and a half from now, and we'll get into this whole topic. The Israeli team schedule for the next few months, what it was like to put together this victory, which I still can't get over, et cetera, et cetera. We'll do all of it coming up starting 8 o'clock Eastern time right here at JM in the AM. It's a Monday morning broadcast, and uh, we are trying our hardest to keep our music as timely as possible, like this from Dvekis at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Yishai Rebo Ochila Lakel from his brand new album um, entitled, entitled, where am I here? <laughs> uh, Elul Tufshin Ayintet. Nice song, good album here at J.M. in the A.M. It's Monday on the September the 23rd, day 23 in the month of Elul. 
Uh, uh, David Schlosselberg before that with Somech Hashem. Shuvu by Eitan Katz got cut off. We'll do it again coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Ohad had Birkato Oreach. And Dvekas had Barosh Hashanah here at JM in the AM. 71 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 91. Thunderstorms early tonight, a low 68, mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 78. Uh, don't forget, this week is the perfect time to support us in our uh, annual campaign. Those of you who have not yet given and uh, supported us to keep JM and the AM and the Nachum Segal Network going in 2019, feel free to do so before the year 5779 comes to an end, which will be uh, this coming Sunday. Go to fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org. Please be as generous as possible. And we thank you very much for all your support. Again, that's fjbunity.org. And we thank you for your support um, and your generosity all year round, but especially this time of year when people are uh, considering who to support before the start of the brand new year. fjbunity.org. Today is the yard site of those who were murdered, who were perished on 9-11. We remember those who died on the 23rd of Elul 18 years ago. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Galay Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. No official government yet. They're jockeying for a position with a lot of possibilities being tossed out there. That's for sure. A lot of different possibilities. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam Nam. המגעים להרכבת ממשלה. הנשיא ריבלין זימן את ראש הממשלה נתניהו, יושב ראש כחול לבן גנץ, לפגישה משולשת הערב, כתב התחום הפוליטי יניר קוזין. ההזמנה הגיעה דקות לאחר שהסתיים סבב ההתייעצויות בין נשיא המדינה לנציגי הסיעות. ראש הממשלה נתניהו אישר את השתתפותו, יושב ראש כחול לבן בני גנץ, טרם התקבלה תגובה. הערכה היא כי ריבלין ינסה לשכנע את הניצים, לנהל ביניהם מסע ומתן קואליציוני על האפשרות לאחדות, זו טרם הוא יחליט על מי יטיל את מלאכת הרכבת הממשלה. בסוף סבב ההתייעצויות 55 חברי כנסת המליצו על נתניהו, בעוד 54 המליצו על גנץ. מוקדם יותר קרא נתניהו לגנץ, עלינו להקים ממשלת אחדות לטובת המדינה. בואו נדבר דוגרי. אנחנו רצינו להקים ממשלת ימין, ולצערנו זה לא התאפשר. פשוט לא קיבלנו מספיק מנדטים כדי לעשות זאת. גנץ מצידו רצה להקים ממשלה מהצד השני, גם הוא לא קיבל מספיק מנדטים לעשות זאת. ולכן הממשלה היחידה שאפשר להקים בנסיבות הללו היא ממשלת אחדות רחבה בינינו. והדרך היחידה להגיע לממשלה כזאת היא לשבת ולדבר. מדבריו של נתניהו בפתח ישיבת סיעת הליכוד הביא כתבנו יובל שגב. יושב ראש כחול לבן גנץ נפגש בשעה זו עם השליח המיוחד של הממשל האמריקני למזרח התיכון ג'ייסון גרינבלט ועם שגריר ארה״ב בישראל דייוויד פרידמן זאת במסגרת סבב השיחות שמנהל גרינבלט באזור לפני פרישתו ערעור המדינה התקבל, ניצב בדימוס ניסו שחה מורשע בהטרדה מינית ובהפרת אמונים בבית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב מדווחת כתבתנו ליה ספילקין שחם והפרקליטות ערערו על הכרעת דינו של הניצב בדימוס, שהורשע לפני כשנה במעשה מגונה. בית המשפט קיבל את ערעור המדינה על זיכויו של שחם מרוב העבירות החמורות שיוחסו לו בכתב האישום המקורי, והרשע אותו בנוסף בהפרת אמונים והטרדה מינית. גזר דינו יינתן בהמשך. החשד לאונס הנערה בבית הספר בדרום. 
המשטרה שחררה את הנער החשוד המרכזי למעצר בית. זאת נוכח היעדר ראיות הקושרות אותו לחשדות המיוחסים לו. ארבעה חשודים נוספים שנעצרו בפרשה שוחררו אתמול. כתבנו בדרום רמי שני מציין כי נכון לעכשיו אין עצורים בפרשה, אולם החקירה נמשכת. פרסום ראשון, תרופות לחולי ריאות וסוכרתיים בראש הדירוג המומלץ עבור סל התרופות בתחום הרפואה הפנימית. כתובנו לענייני בריאות, מאיר מרציאנו. על פי דירוג ועדת המשנה הממליצה לסל התרופות, השנה במקום הראשון טיפול לחולי COPD, מחלת ריאות חסימתי. אחריו זריקה להפחתת הקולסטרול וזריקה להפחתת הסוכר לחולי הסוכרת. את רשימת ההמלצות נועלת תרופה חדשה לטיפול בהשמנת יתר. חברת גוגל התחייבה כי תפסיק לשמור הקלטות של העוזר הקולי שבבעלותה ללא רצון הלקוחות. כתבנו אליאב בטיטו. ההתחייבות האחרונה מגיעה על רקע החשיפה כי חברת קבלן שבבעלותה של גוגל הדליפה הקלטות משתמשים במטרה לשפר את שירות התרגום. בהודעה שפרסמה החברה נכתב, ברור לנו כי נפלנו מהרף הגבוה שלנו ואנחנו מתנצלים על כך. עוד הודיעה כי גם אם המשתמש יאשר שמירת נתונים קוליים, רובם יימחקו לאחר מספר חודשים. בגזרת מזג האוויר אצלנו, ירידה בטמפרטורות מחר. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning. Good song, huh? Yaeli Folkowitz with uh, Shuvu Eli. Before that, Eitan Katz with Shuvu Eli. Monday morning, Slichos, Elul, a week away from the brand new year. Today is the art site of those who perished on 9-11, those who were murdered on 9-11. Uh, 23rd of Elul, 18 years ago. J.M. and the A.M., we're at the Misaskim headquarters this coming Thursday, our final on-the-road show brought to you by our friends at Azer Mitzion during the month of September. Oh, I shouldn't say final because we don't know where we'll be for the Thursday live lunch after the Misaskim show. Uh, but you get my point. Uh, we'll have that for you coming up on Thursday, encouraging everybody to support the work of Misaskim. Micha Gammerman next with a timely medley at JM in the AM.
ביטחוננו ובעלנו, כי אין בנו
see you down You're singing away You just got no reason for dancing A sudden tap Your phone is ringing And soon you're dancing and singing Shackles gone It's an open highway In the blink of an eye we're on our way A little faith A little trust in him And soon we're singing and dancing Give me your love Every J.M. in the A.M., Aleph, Bez, Gimel, Geula, done by Eighth Day. Piamenta with Hanista wrote words from the Torah that we uh, say often during this time of year, during Slichos and the High Holidays. Yomim Narayim Medli, done by Micha Gammerman, here at J.M. in the A.M. It's a Monday morning. We're heading back to school, back to work. Today is the uh, yard site of those who were murdered on 9-11, 23rd of Elul, back in uh, 5 7 
18 years ago today. Herbert David Goldwasser's words, Echenishmas Harav Zeb and Yosef Alevi, and Echenishmas Esther Basar Yosef Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Concerning Tshuva, it says, V'yom hazeh yetar eschem ikol tomoseichem lifnei Hashem titaru. On this day, you will have kapara, you'll have atonement from all of your sins. You'll be purified before Hashem. The end of the Pasuk says, Lifnei Hashem titaru, and you will be purified in front of Hashem. The Zerashimshan asked the question, concerning tshuva, we've already learned that we're going to be purified. Why does the Pasuk go out of its way to say a second time, Lifnei Hashem titaru, you will be purified before Hashem. The Zerashimshin says that there are two ways of tshuva. There's tshuva meyira. A person can do tshuva out of fear because they're afraid of the punishment. They fear the punishment and they hurry to do tshuva. That type of tshuva is, of course, a wonderful tshuva, but it's not on the highest level. Because of that, the person has to wait till the special day of Yom Kippur to have their complete kapara, their final atonement. However, the individual that does tshuva me'ahava, they do tshuva because they love Hashem so much that they feel bad, that they have grown distant from Hashem. And because of that, they bring out their great love to do tshuva and get close once more to their Father in Heaven. That tshuva is such a powerful tshuva that the person is forgiven immediately and they don't have to wait for Yom Kippur to come around. That's why it says, Lifnei Hashem titaru, because the individual does not have to wait for Yom Kippur. They are forgiven immediately. We should all be zoche to do tshuva me'ava, to do tshuva from great love. We should all be zoche that we do tshuva immediately and we don't delay. An individual just came into me on Sunday night. The person told me that they have not been so good this year and they wanted to go into the things that they've done wrong. I told them, it's not important to confess. If you feel better talking about it, we can do it. But the most important thing is do tshuva immediately. Don't wait till tomorrow. Tonight, when you go home, start the tshuva process immediately, and then Hashem will forgive you immediately. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Yaakov Shweki. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard 
on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Jordy Alter is going to be calling in. We'll speak Israeli baseball all coming up. Talk Israeli baseball all coming up at JM in the AM. Shame in the AM on a Monday. Big piece of news came out of Europe yesterday that I'm sure some people in this audience appreciate how big the news is, and other people in the audience may have rolled their eyes <laughs> because of recent activity in the world of international baseball. Uh, the state of Israel, our beloved country, Israel, is going to be one of the uh, six teams at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. In the sport of baseball, this all happened because, again, of the recent activity uh, and the recent victories of the uh, of Team Israel. Jordi Alter is with us live via telephone from Israel. He is the uh, vice president of the Israeli Association of Baseball, head of the baseball Amuta of Beit Shemesh, and he's with us live via telephone. Jordi, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nelson. It's nice to be with you again, and I chills down my spine just as you're telling it over that we're going to be in the actual Olympics in Tokyo this summer. The whole thing, the whole thing is so hard to believe. I'll tell you. Uh, in this run, I know there were since we last spoke, there were really two sets of games that were important to get to this point. The first one that was that was the one in Germany, or the more recent one was the one in Germany. So, so we, when we first spoke, we were in Bulgaria in July. Right. So that was that was a B pool tournament. We had to win in Bulgaria and then win in Lithuania to uh, move up to the A pool, which then was in Germany two weeks ago. And All that's, right. Uh, that's where we were able to qualify to make it to the Olympic qualifier, which was in Italy last week. So the first uh, the first step, the way it was described to us 
you know, was reasonably, I, I don't want to say it was reasonably expected that Team Israel would win, but there was a good shot, good chance. And then in this, uh, in this round, the European round, as you just described it, uh, there were some tough teams. There were some difficult teams for Israel to deal with. And yet yesterday they emerged victorious. They came out on top and uh, they're going to actually be heading to the Olympics, which is amazing. Wh- which were the toughest games of the last week or so? Which were the toughest games for Team Israel? So two weeks ago in Bonn, Germany, where we had to qualify for the Olympic qualifier, um, the, we had a game with Germany that was, was, the, was, the, was the real nail-biter nail of that tournament for us. And uh, we ended up winning that game in the last inning and, and, uh, and it ended up propelling or affecting the Germans so much that they actually didn't even qualify for the Olympic qualifier. They failed to make it out of their own country, which was – there was some uh, – some gratification there for some, our some, players with some, regard to that. Some symbolism, some symbolism some, that Israel absolute, prevented absolutely. Germany from advancing on the world stage. Absolutely, it was some, yeah, it was some minor, minor victory, extra victory there for us as well. Um, so then, once we proceeded from that tournament, th- that tournament, five teams proceeded to the Olympic qualifier this past week in the league. So we needed to be in the top five out of twelve, and we had fairly decent expectations that we would be one of those five teams. Um, but this last week in Italy, we, ha- we had to face uh, Italy itself and the Netherlands, which is a European powerhouse. They've won the last 20 years of the European Baseball Championship um, or something like that, um, and Spain. So we had to face those three teams in addition to the Czech Republic and South Africa. Um, the first three games that we faced were our biggest uh, opponents, Spain, um, uh, the Netherlands and Italy, and we won all three of those games. Which begs the question: How? Well, uh, the the process began about two years ago when our our president Peter Kurtz, who had this dream uh, that this could be done, started um, reaching out to players that have played for us in the World Baseball Classic, as you remember, two and a half years ago, yeah. um, and identifying people that were willing to make Aliyah. The guys that were willing to come to Israel, apply for citizenship, get citizenship, and you know get their passport, which is the requirement to participate in these two tournaments as well as in the Olympics as well. And it became it caught on. You know, once a few guys joined on, uh, many more joined on, and we ended up bringing over the last year, uh, I believe, eighteen guys. Eighteen guys came in all in the last year and a half as a result of trying to, you know, get into this tournament. Unbelievable. And some names that we really recognize at this point, right? Yes, we have uh, we have guys with major league experience. Danny Valencia played eight years in the major leagues um, with eight different teams. Uh, Ty Kelly, um, those are guys that, you know, the New York audience will certainly uh, recognize. Yeah. Uh, there are other players. John Moscott, who pitched for the Cincinnati Reds, unfortunately his injury uh, shortened his career. Um, Zach Weiss also pitched uh, very briefly with the Cincinnati Reds, but there are many other players that uh, that are either currently in in the minor league system or an independent ball playing at very very high level. Uh, is Ike Davis on this team? No, Ike is not on this team. And and what about the pitcher? Um, the pitcher who did really well uh, the last time around. Um, I'm not sure in the WBC or yeah. the earlier this summer. So in, earlier, in earlier WBC. this summer we had. 
in the WBC. I'm trying to remember yeah. who. Josh, uh, was it Zern? Or? Oh, Josh Zide. Josh Zide. Josh Zide. Josh Zide actually retired from baseball about two years ago. He's living in, I believe, in Texas. Are any are any of the people taking up residence in Israel, or any of them actually either living or thinking of you know owning two homes on the globe, wanting one, one of them <laughs> being in Israel? So we have so four of our players are Israelis. Um, Shlomo Lipitz. That's a, a separate story. Which let me. I'll get back to that in a second. But Shlomo Lipitz um, and Tal Erel um, are two of our two of our um, players that are Israelis that are you know were born born and bred Israelis. There are two others. Um, in addition to our uh, right fielder. Um, uh, Jeremy, I can't his name escapes me right now. His last name, which is really bad. Um, <laughs> but he is—he—he he actually just currently moved to Tel Aviv and is playing. Is actually will be participating in our leagues and also is looking to make his life, you know, settle down in in in, in Israel. And Avi Siegel lives in Israel, right? Avi Siegel, who wasn't Avi Siegel a pitcher? One of the people that played in this tournament. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, no, 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 Avi Siegel, although we do have somebody uh, playing for us in Israel today, Avi Siegel, but not. Uh, ah, not so he, he played in Israel, but not in this. That's strange. I thought I read an yeah. article yesterday about he he was one of the keys to this team. That's hilarious. Must have been about a different team. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been. Yes. <laughs> but I do want to tell you, I want to, I want to share one, one, one little tidbit story with you. This Shlomo Lippitz, who yesterday, I don't know if you saw the game, but he pitched the last out. Yeah. Shlomo Lippitz. Is forty year old guy who's been playing, in, in, born and bred in Israel, and um, he you know, he actually lives in New York now. But he plays he's played in thirty tournaments for us over the years, thirty different tournaments since the time he was twelve years old. Right. And he's he's sort of the you know the old guy on the team, but he's the the bridge between the new Olim and you know the the Israeli players, and uh, the the management system or the the coach the coach. Went out to get the the pitcher who was pitching in the eighth inning. The game was a shortened game because it was because we won by more than ten runs. He went in to take out the pitcher and brought in Lippitz to pitch the last uh, to get the last out of the game, which was very very meaningful for all of us here who know him really well. And uh, you know, to give him that cover was was amazing. Very cool. All right, Jordy, two things that you got to do with me here. Jordy Alter, vice president of the Israeli Association of Baseball, with us, Mazaltov to the entire team and organization. This was a long road, everybody. You have no idea how long this road was to become qualified as one of the six teams for baseball at the Olympics in Tokyo coming up in July. First of all, as I'm staring at the number 71 in synagogue this past Shabbos, because we have a big scoreboard that reminds us how many years it is since Hakamat Medina, uh, yep. I'm, I'm saying to and of course all this is going on, and everyone's curious you know, what's happening, um, uh, in the tournament, and and knowing you know, once we find out what happened after Shabbos, knowing that Sunday is going to be the key. Um, right. So I'm looking at this, and I'm saying to myself, "Wow, you know, I don't know how many people get how significant this is." And the 72nd year of the state of Israel, our beloved country of Israel, uh, we are we are at this point on this world stage. You know, sometimes we say it. <laughs> sometimes we say it when it comes to our own kids' schools. How we can't believe mm-hmm. how, how we can't believe how serious and important the whole sports scene is, but it's a reality. Right. And when it comes to international uh, diplomacy, international standing, we we all know how important the sports scene is. What would Tal Brody? I'm sure someone got a quote from him say about what happened yesterday. What would some of the leaders uh, in both sports and politics of Israel say about 
what happened yesterday. I, I would guess it's not lost on everybody associated with Team Israel just how significant yesterday was in the history of the state. Yeah, I, I think it's a very interesting point. And actually, Tal Brody was introduced to some of our, our Olim. All the Olim, when they came, spent two weeks here. And then one of the groups they brought you know, to, to meet with Tal Brody because of the significance that he holds you know, for, the, you know, for this country. Um, also, one of the, you know, to further add to the significance of it, um, when we were in, in Bonn three weeks ago, uh, on, we did a Shabbat dinner together with everybody, and I brought halot and I brought wine, and, and it was, happened to be the day after the yurt site of the, the 47th year of the um, Munich uh, terrorist attacks. Right. Um, you know, the, the, the killing of the, of the yeah. 11 Israeli athletes. And, you know, many of the players in the room, you know, had only heard about the story, you know, slightly some knew more about it, but they really appreciated the significance of this. And I think that's also an amazing connection that, you know, that we have as a team going to represent Israel. Um, you know, and obviously that's going to come up as well. In discussion and conversation yeah. over the next uh, many, I, many months. I mean, the legacy, memory, and and tradition of every athlete in Israel's history is now on the sol- shoulders of these guys. And I, of course, would make the mm-hmm. argument that the, the legacy and history of the Jewish people is on the shoulders of these guys. I mean, I, and I know that you have a unique That's group. a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> and I know you have a unique group that gets this. I know they get it. I saw a documentary. I know they get it. And now, of yeah. course, part two to all of this. All of us, as you can imagine, Mr. Alter, all of us yeah. <laughs> ran to our calendars once, Wiki- mm-hmm. once Wikipedia yeah. told us when the tournament starts at the Olympics uh, yeah. Yeah. To, to see what the, you know, the, we're all dreaming right now. We're all dreaming yeah. that we're in that stadium yeah. with Israeli flags. So, you know, Jews around the world are in that stadium with Israeli flags when all this goes on. And, the tur- and you made an interesting discovery. Yeah, and, the, and of course, well, the tournament begun, begins on Erev Tishabov Wednesday. Right, so I right. want to tell you something. Before we discuss the nuts and bolts of this, I want to tell you something. Knowing yeah. you and your uh, administrative staff and the team, and knowing, yeah. and knowing how they feel about their role on the public world stage, watching them take off their caps for the national anthem and have kipot underneath, watching you read Megillah on Purim in the dugout, Watching you arrange for people to say Kaddish who need to when 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 Kaddish takes the uh, precedence over the game that's you know coming up and different things that people could see in the heading home documentary. I am telling you, there's no such thing as coincidence that this starts mm-hmm. on Erev or on Tishabov, depending on the schedule, and that the team right. and the team has an opportunity. You know, on the mm-hmm. world on the world. You know, it, you know, if the rabbis and great Torah giants of the 1960s and 70s insist that Sandy Koufax was quote-unquote Kona Olam Haba with his one act, mm-hmm. even though I promise you he ate that Yom Kippur, and I promise you, he, you know, whatever else he was doing. But, but beca- mm-hmm. because he made a statement that he would not play on Yom Kippur, if in fact that's the case, then today, as difficult as it is for some Jewish leadership to come to grips with this, today in 2020, next season, when this is happening on Tishabov, and I know the team's going to make us proud and, and in some way commemorate that, then I think it, with the same attitude that, that, that Jewish religious leaders had toward Kofax, they got to wake up and have the same attitude toward this team because I know that this is not a coincidence, Mr. Alter, and I'm sure when you saw mm-hmm. this, I'm sure when you saw this, it was the first thought that came to your mind. For sure. For sure, absolutely. And, and the ironic thing is the schedule is such 
that the the game, the first day, the game is scheduled in the afternoon on, on, on uh, Tisha B'Av Eve, and the second game is not scheduled till eight, seven o'clock the next night. So it's sort of you know that there's no coincidence there as well. But uh, the, the the meaningful part about being there around that time. And I juxtapose it my own personal experience from being last time in the dugout reading McGill, you know, McGillis Esther, and now I'll be reading McGillis Echa. Right. It's sort right. of really, you know, a little chilling. And people are um, people are already pointing out on social media how you're going to be reading Echa there. So you're telling yeah. me already we know, you're telling me already we know 10 months in advance that if, mm-hmm. if, if in fact I or thousands of others would be in that stadium, we'd have an opportunity to be at the game before the fast, and for the, and for those of us who don't mind Tisha B'av afternoon, you know, walking into the stadium and ending the fast at the game, we'd be able to be Correct. we'd be able. That's unbelievable. I mean, you you Correct. have you have just changed the attitude of hundreds of people who who have been in touch with me about being in Tokyo next summer. Uh, it did a lot to change my attitude when I discovered that as well today. So that was an important piece for me because I was wondering how am I going to how am I going to justify watching and being involved in a baseball game on Tisha B'av night. You know, so you know there are sacrifices and things that you do along the way here to make this work right. on Travis and whatever. It's right. complicated, but uh, this was another thing. I was like, oh my god! But then I looked at it a little bit more carefully, and I realized that this is the way it worked. Yeah, out. Yeah, the so. the Wednesday night obviously being much more sensitive than 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 the hours we get right. to toward the end of the fast. Um, sure. uh, do you have any idea what day the final is? Do you have any idea what day the actual championship game is going to be played? It is going to be played on on. August eighth, which is Motzei Shabbat. It it literally um, will be after Shabbos. Literally, part of the game will definitely be after Shabbos. Unbelievable! <laughs> I'll tell you, unbelievable. You can't you can't well, make you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. I'll tell you. The only comp- the only complication is it'll be in Tokyo, which will be twelve hours. Uh, Time difference between your 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 listenership. So no, I get I, I get that. But those of us who want to be there, if Israel's in that's it, right. you're, you're telling me yeah. that by the time we get to the second half of that game, you could actually be at the game. That's correct. Yes, unbelievable. Yes, unbelievable. Yes. I'll tell you. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of work to do before then, and uh, we already started tackling it, and uh, you know, getting everybody on board and understanding exactly the country here is so shocked by this whole thing that the Olympic Committee actually called us a couple of days ago and said, we have to meet once you get back, even before we qualify. Because they, don't, they don't conceive of the idea of now having to fly 40 extra people right. there, which is a, they're so thrilled about, but now right. we're going to have a huge delegation marking it, not usually our you know, two or three or four athletes that participate. You know, we're going to have a very big delegation. I mean, so for, for God's for God's sake, it's a team. It's a whole team. Yeah, it's a it's a team with support staff and coaching and everything. You know, it'll be close to forty people, which will be impressive on its own. All right, I I'm telling you, this is a now that what you've revealed to us about the schedule makes this thing so unbelievable. I'll tell you, just unbelievable. I. Um, I knew it. I knew it the second I discovered it that this is going to be an unbelievable opportunity. Uh, for people to, to to represent the Jewish people in a in a glorious fashion, you know, I, I, Jordy, I'm going to share with you something I've shared with a lot of people off the air over the last few days. Um, it, it, years ago, and I remember Mayor Weingarten and I discussing this on the air years ago. I happened to watch an interview in Israel. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody who wants to bring the Olympics to Israel in 2048, the 100th birthday of the state of Israel. 
and right. and it's and and it was so far fetched. The whole thing was so yeah. far. I I think it's an unbelievable idea, and I loved it. But anybody I would speak to about it said it's so ridiculous to even consider mm-hmm. to even consider that it could happen. I am telling mm-hmm. you, if you analyze carefully what's happened over the last ten years or so, it, it, yeah. it's, it's not such a crazy it's idea. Not. It is not Listen, such a crazy. Idea. The existence of the state of Israel seventy three years ago was impossible and crazy. You no, know? yeah. So. Uh, you know, to think that 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 seems like a minor thing compared to that, and with the constant growth of this country and the amazing infrastructure and everything else that continues to happen, there's nothing that uh, nothing that we can't do. Um, and that's you know a tribute, like I you know began with. You know, Peter Kurtz had this vision two years ago, and you know he, it was only because of all the effort put in there that we we're actually able to do this. And you know, nobody would ever believe that we could get to this point. What a vision! Uh, what a vision! Just amazing. All right, listen, Bert, yeah. best regards to the team. Uh, we are so proud, and we cannot wait. And, and, and I think you said it to me yesterday. Someone else said it to me yesterday that now we get to talk about this for the next 10 months, which is pretty cool. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I would love to uh, come back and, you know, with you whenever you know, and, and you know, keep you up to date on what's going on with the team and uh, you know, keep it on everybody's uh, mind. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. Are, are you uh, kidding? You have, you, have an, you have an open invitation here anytime. Are you kidding? We'd love those right. updates. and. And uh, and now and now we'll watch those uh, baseball tickets for Tokyo go way up in price. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. All and now we have to now we have to build some fields here in in Israel also. That's... Then we have to take up you know advantage of these opportunities. What did our, what did, our fr- did our friends from J and F react to all of this? Or they're one of the few baseball partners you have in Israel. Well, J and F, listen, they've been our partner now for years, and they're they're waiting for us to break ground here in Beit Shemesh, and we're very, 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 very close. Bezrat Hashem, and that's going to happen very soon. And uh, we're still looking for you know some fun funding, and right. um, but I think this will be a huge help um, in in getting that from both privately and hopefully from the government as well. No question about so, it. No question about it. Um, you know, I mean, as you, I mean, there, there's certain people on uh, associated with certain major league teams that have a tremendous yeah. soft spot for Israel. So I hope that that goes a little better for you guys, and and uh, yeah, and you're able to get everything we you need. We haven't found that soft spot yet, and right. we've met with many of them, but we're hoping that this will uh, right. again be the uh, thing that helps as well. Jordy, thank we'll you, thank you, and Mazel Tov. Thanks, Nachum. It's always a pleasure to speak to you, and uh, have a great day, and thanks again. You got it. Uh, Israel's in the Olympics. No joke. The Israel base. I'm telling you folks, if you read up on this, you'll see just what kind of road this was, a, a miraculous road. Jordi Alter, vice president of the Israeli Association of Baseball, and I thank him. Monday morning broadcast, you're listening to JM in the AM.
We've been returned to Israel and are like dreamers. All the leaders of the world are trying to understand how. 
while our people flood back in from all the nations. And after centuries of tears, we see you, Hashem, in everything and await your warm embrace of full redemption.
J.M. in the A.M. Monday with um, Yisrael Bil Vavot. Before that, you heard the uh, Moshe Hecht Ke'ayal. Mana said done by Yoni Z and Yehuda Green had Hashivenu in there. We were looking for videos of uh, this past Saturday night and Yehuda Green's Hashivenu from Slichos. If anybody has it, please feel free to send it over. Uh, we saw a couple of videos of, the, of, of what looked like the full Slichos, but it ended up uh, the Shmakolino part was not included, so... Again, feel free to send that over. Uh, Nahum at NahumSingle.com or any of the uh, usual places. Uh, don't forget to support us. If you haven't yet been a supporter of ours in 2019, before the Jewish year ends, it's a perfect opportunity to support JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Be a supporter of ours. And, um, and we thank you, of course. One of the main... Uh, ways that we keep going is with uh, listener support, and we thank you very much for that. Yeshiva of Miami is offering a special and meaningful way to wish your South Florida family and friends a sweet and healthy new year. Their beautiful simanim platters will shortly enhance any yuntif table. Platters are twice high each, plus $5 for delivery. For information to place your order, it's office at yeshivaofmiami.com. Office of yeshi- at yeshivaofmiami.com. Listener Sina will send... We'll then take care of the rest. The yeshiva, yeshiva thanks you in advance. Again, it's office at yeshivaofmiami.com if you want to send beautiful simanim platters to someone's Yom Tov table down in Florida. Coming up at 9 a.m., it's the Israel Show. Mayor Weingarten, he is with us live via telephone. He's ready for a an Israel show that will go between 9 and 10 this morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Mayor Weingarten Boker Tov. Boker Tov, this is one of those mornings that I wish it would go between 9 and like 11. Yeah, well, we could, <laughs> we could possibly arrange that. Oh, yeah. Okay. On um, an ad hoc basis. Yeah. So, so here we go. Um, I, 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 I should have realized that people like myself and many others, as this whole, as we get further away from the election, would only become more and more frustrated uh, with all the different possibilities thrown at us. Uh, in terms of how this uh, um, uh, formation of an Israeli government can now go, uh, do you, do you have a number of possibilities? Do you have a number yeah. of? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to discuss that on the Israel show, and we'll explain to the listeners how the process can go until Hanukkah. And not only can it go until Hanukkah, there's many, many variations of how yeah. this can go. Right. I mean, we're talking about, you know, puzzle pieces that fit together many, many different ways. An intricate chess game. Yeah, well. It's an intricate chess game, which keeps changing. I mean, it's amazing how, until yesterday, they were all fighting to, to try and convince everybody that they should be selected by the president to put together the government. <laughs> no. Now they're all fighting. No, 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 you, you go first. Right. No, 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 you go first. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, the question of uh, does Lieberman join in? Does it become a unity right. government? Is there a rotation of prime ministers? The role of the Arab parties? Right. So <sighs> we're going to discuss what's next. Really. One thing yeah. I one thing I saw. I don't know if it was this morning. I saw that that Shaket and Bennett can leave their party, and then and and just those two seats can help Lee Kud go over to top. Does that make sense? No, their party is Laket and. Shaked and Bennett? Yeah. No, they're in the coalition. Right. So why did someone write 
No, Why no, did no. I see someone say that... It would they, have to be two people from the other side. Oh, maybe that's what they meant. They meant... No, no, no. I think what they meant was if Shaked and, and, and Bennett go to Likud, if they become members of the Likud party, so now Likud has an equal number of seats to blue and white. Yeah, but that doesn't make a difference. That, that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the only thing that matters are the blocks. It means how many in each grouping on the right, right and how much in each grouping on the left. This naturally, everybody's going to try and siphon off a couple of seats from the other side, and that would break the deadlock. So Netanyahu is offering um, Amir Peretz and Orly Levy uh, to join his government, and they have five seats, or right. so, even if not everybody goes. You know, it's like crazy. Uh, did the Arab parties have anything interesting to say during this process? Yeah, that's uh, going to be one of the things we'll speak about today. Um, yesterday, um, they came before the president and actually made a recommendation. Right. And that, that is historic. It's never happened before. To see the, uh, an Arab party has 13 seats, which is uh, it's the third lar- largest party in, in the Knesset. They have more seats than, than, than Labor and Meretz and, and, um, and uh, Yamina and Bennett. I mean, Bennett and, uh, and Lieberman, all these parties are smaller than the Arab party. So right. they have a lot of clout. And uh, they decided that they um, that their responsibility to their voters is to bring down Netanyahu. So even though they're never going to join any government, and no government will have them um, because of elements of hatred and so forth. But there was, a, I'll explain it on the show. There was a, and I have a recording of it. We'll we'll play it for the listeners. Uh, a statement, some statements that were made yesterday by Ahmad Tibi, one of the heads of the Arab Party. And um, I was shocked that it hasn't garnered more interest, more outrage. So we'll talk about that. All right. Stay tuned for that. You'll hear it live. And um, we have some great music. We'll play another selection from Yishai Rebo's uh, new album that you're aware of. I don't know. Yeah, we played his Alchila this morning. I don't know if you um, if you heard my conversation with Jordi Alter from Israel. I, I heard a good part of it. Yeah. Um, if 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 religious leaders are going to acknowledge, as many did, and I have quotes from some of them, uh, that Sandy Koufax went ahead and and was quote unquote Kona Olam Haba right. uh, with that one statement and act of not playing on Yom Kippur, right. and you know that ended up turning on many many non from Jews into the whole you know. Uh, turning on their interest in terms of Judaism, etc., then this team, this team in 2020 or 2019, has a unique opportunity and has to be acknowledged for the way they represent the Jewish people and what they can accomplish in this role as Jewish leaders. If you're going to say, if you're going to say one, you got to say. I don't want to see people rolling their eyes about the Israeli baseball team when they have demonstrated already in the last couple of years. Uh, what they do on the field and how it represents Judaism well. So, right. That's yeah. my. What year was Sandy Koufax? Sixty-five. Oh, okay. It's a while ago. Well, it was a while ago, and 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 people had different attitudes back then. Right. Yeah. 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 I doubt you'd get them to do it again. Right. Correct. That's my whole point. I understand, yeah. um, but yeah. I I commend you for trying. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate. And by it. the way, Israel does have other Olympians. You know that. Of course. Oh, okay. But this, but but to, first of all, to American Jews, you know, base, baseball, baseball's baseball. a very big deal. 
Plus, it's a whole team of people. It's a large, right. large crowd. It's obviously a sport that has a lot more followers than judo does. Could be. Well, yeah, I, I would think. I would think that's think, a safe. Take I, the world as a whole. Not talking. Yeah, about the I, I would still. Th- I would still think it's a safe statement. That, really? That they're more okay. baseball fans than judo fans. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. <laughs> but by by <laughs> yesterday and all the news shows, they were celebrating this, and they had to like try and explain to people that there is such a sport. It's called baseball. Right. <laughs> And and the Israeli team is going to be in the Olympics of a sport that nobody there knows. Now, you just reminded me of a conversation I had with Steve Adelsberg this summer because he went to a Camp Mossad, so you can imagine everything was in Hebrew. Right. I just got to find this because... <laughs> because you, had the Hebrew term at, at its, baseball, Yes, huh? and it's funny because I actually... I actually had, had, had noted to myself that I got to discuss some of these with you on the air. Um, in terms of, uh, in terms of, you know, how, uh, how these were referred to double play. He has, I don't, I don't think he knew why it was called this. Okay. It was called Dosi Loke. Dosi Loke was a double play. I don't... Do is two. And what? Psilot? Do Psilot. Two, two Psilot. Pasul. Pasul is like out. Oh. Like pasul. Oh, so maybe it was Do Psilot. Yeah, I mean that could be what it was. I have a feeling that Camp Masad made these up on yes. their own. <laughs> nobody, you know. And uh, then he had they used to serve fried fish on Thursday night. Okay. Dag Moshe Rabbeinu. There, there is something. What is that? Um, there are there is a dog that's referred to as something. I, I can't. Remember. I have to think. I'm not a big fish eater, but. There is a dog named after somebody. But, you know, Moshe Bateva is when you have a hot dog, a small hot dog in a, in a wrapped in dough. Right. Uh, they call that in Israel Moshe Bateva. Ah, instead of Franks and Blankets, huh? Right. Or Pigs and Blankets, whatever they call it. Right. right. Moshe Bateva. <laughs> That's funny. That's the Jewish version of it. <laughs> anyway, there you go. All right. Uh, th- so we're, we're going to have to brush up on all this. Foul ball, fair ball, Single, double, home run, all these yeah. Hebrew terms we're going to have to brush up now in the next 10 so months. So they're all what you said, foul ball, <laughs> that's a, that's home a, run. Home run. <laughs> Ken, the home run, why is a home run? Why, 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 why? Uh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> have a good day. Have a great day. Mayor Weingarten coming up next with the Israel Show. Uh, Yoni Pollock at 10 a.m. with all the sports news after further review and on and on Novak now, Jake Novak at 11 a.m. on the following topic, what's the best way to solve Israel's political impasse? Jake will address that at 11 a.m. Eastern time, all coming up here at uh, J- right after JM and the AM on the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, more coming up with, uh, oh, we're ready to wrap things up. Yaakov Shweki to close things out at JM and the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com on the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JM and the AM. Plenty coming up, as you heard, Mayor Weingarten live with the Israel Show. Yoni Pollock live with After Further Review. Jake Novak live with Novak now all coming up. Keep it right here all day long at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Monday. Don't forget to support us if you haven't yet given during 2019. Now, before the end of the uh, Jewish year, is a perfect time to support JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.